0: Hey there, I can't wait to share this episode with you. Thank you so much for listening, and a special thank you to the listeners who support the show. We're in this together, and I am so grateful for your help. All right, let's see what Lex and Mary are up to this week. Let's get started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Taste of a Smile, Part 24. Miss North. Can Millie see us? Lex wondered. She and Mary had taken their seats for the last act just a few minutes ago. They were in the tenth row of a mostly empty theater. There was no crowd to disappear in. She knew it was ridiculous to think anyone was paying attention to them. The eyes of the staff and other attendants were all focused on the stage. Mary, too, seemed consumed by the high-pitched singing of a handsome countertenor paying tribute to the beauty of a blonde soprano. This opera was quite the spectacle. Lex had never heard a countertenor sing live before, and it had messed with her head for the first 30 minutes of the show then there was the impressive transformation of millie lex had seen her perform in recitals and other operas but millie's role in this opera was the most interesting one yet first there was millie's outfit she was in a glossy three-piece suit with her hair smoothed back under a thick layer of wax her attitude was as slick as her hairdo Millie played the insecure, sadistic Nerone in this opera. The character was highly unlikable, and Millie was doing a fantastic job at impersonating it. What an asshole, Lex kept thinking, then reminded herself she was talking about Millie, who was practically family. Mary was in absolute awe of Millie's performance, or maybe just Millie in general. During the break, Mary had talked about her so much, Lex hadn't gotten an award in Edgeways. That was okay, though. Lex was thrilled that Mary was enjoying the experience so much. She was proud of herself for making it all happen. Apart from the fact that she hadn't exactly thought everything through. She should have known that Millie would want to meet with her. Lex had been so blinded by her wish to see Mary again during the weekend she hadn't taken into consideration what the consequences of this date were going to be. Surely, Millie knew who Mary was. She must have heard about her from Hannah. Mary was Hannah's favorite employee, after all. Millie would connect the dots immediately. Then she'd race home and tell Hannah about Lex's date. Or at least about who Lex had been hanging out with during the weekend. And then the questions would start... Even though Hannah had no reasons to suspect any romantic involvement, she wasn't stupid. At best, she would be amused by Lex's 180 degrees turn when it came to Mary. At worst, she would grill Lex about it until Lex had no other choice than to tell her the truth. Why hadn't she asked Mary to go see a movie or something? That would have been safe. They could have held each other's hand. Grab some dinner afterward. Lex glanced to her side and saw that Mary was smiling from ear to ear. She doubted any movie could do that. Maybe this was worth all the hassle. Mary was so incredibly beautiful, Lex thought. Making her smile was quickly becoming her favorite hobby. It made Lex feel so warm and fuzzy. She reached for Mary's hand, fed up with holding back. Mary's fingers immediately entwined with hers. Their hands rested in Mary's lap, hidden by darkness. Lex soon lost herself in the mesmerizing mix of Mary's touch. Mary was running her thumb up and down Lex's wrist and the melancholic sound of the music. She was no longer paying attention to what was happening on the stage, and yet she could feel every tone that came out of the orchestra pit resonate deep inside. That's why she was surprised when everything and everyone was quiet all of a sudden. Mary leaned over and whispered, Do we applaud? Lex blinked, struggling to adjust to the changed atmosphere in the theater. The director was getting up, shouting things to other staffers. The large curtains were still open, but the singers were gone. The conductor thanked the musicians and instruments were put back in their cases. The rehearsal was over. No. Apparently not, Lex said hesitantly. I wanted to clap. It was so beautiful, Mary beamed. I loved every minute of it. Lex was struck again by Mary's innocent, joyful face. She couldn't get a single word out. All she wanted to do was kiss her. You didn't like it? Mary asked, arching her eyebrow. No, I had a wonderful time, Lex said, squeezing the words out. I just can't believe we're here. It's amazing. She wasn't talking about opera, but Mary didn't know that. Right? I'm just completely overwhelmed, Mary babbled, raising her hands. To see this performance in an almost empty theater, it was magical. Lex saw the director, a tall guy with curls, talk to the conductor. His arms were swinging in all directions. The conductor's forehead glistened in the light. It sure is a unique experience, Lex admitted. Mary pointed to the door discreetly. There's our tour guide, she said. Lex turned in her seat. The young man who had let them into the building was waving. Right, time for the backstage experience, she said, wringing her hands. Oh my God, Mary whispered. I'm so nervous. Sounds like your favorite part of this date is meeting Mildred North. Lex teased, only half kidding. Mary's eyes narrowed, but Lex could see the light in them. Jealous, are you? Lex promptly pushed herself up. No, I know I don't stand a chance next to a woman who can pull off a three piece suit like that. Mary squeezed Lex's leg just above the back of her knee. I think you don't give yourself enough credit. Miss North? The guy said and knocked on the door. Millie's voice sounded muffled but surprisingly close by. Yes? He opened the door and stuck his head inside. Your guests are here, Miss North. Please let them in. Millie said, her tone dignified. Lex glanced at Mary. She saw that there was nothing left of her relaxed, joyous expression. Mary was rubbing her hands on her slacks nervously. Lex gently touched Mary's lower back. She's just like you and me, she whispered in Mary's ear. Right, Mary squeaked. The young man gestured for them to go inside. He held the door as Lex stepped into the dressing room first. She found Millie sitting in front of a vanity mirror. Lex, how are you? Millie said as she turned in her chair, holding a cotton pad in her hands. She was still in her costume, but had taken off the blazer. I'm great. Congratulations on your performance, Lex replied warmly, taking another step. You were fantastic. Millie dropped the cotton pad and jumped up. Thank you, she said and closed the distance between them. They hugged and Lex's nostrils widened because of the pungent mix of Millie's makeup remover and perfume. Millie stepped back and shifted her focus to Mary. Hi, she said, stretching out her hand. I'm Millie. Nice to meet you. Lex pressed her lips together to stop herself from smiling when she saw Mary wipe her hand on her pants again before shaking Millie's. I really loved your performance today, Mary replied, sounding slightly out of breath. Thank you so much, Millie said, bowing modestly. Lex was always amazed at the grace of her cousin's girlfriend. She had never seen Millie act in an arrogant or snappy manner. She had no idea how Millie pulled it off. Do you enjoy opera? Millie asked Mary. Oh, yes, Mary responded eagerly. But I mostly listen to it at home. I haven't been to a theater before. Millie started unbuttoning her vest. Oh, we must definitely change that. It's much more immersive live, don't you think? Yes, it is. Mary smiled and nodded. I was stunned how much more intense the music seemed. It's the vibration. Millie said warmly and pulled off the vest. You know what the music does to the room and your body? Yes, that's exactly it, Mary replied, not taking her eyes off of Millie as she put the garment on a hanger. You never get used to it, Millie said, leaning on the vanity. I'm still amazed whenever I hear the orchestra start playing. Lex shuffled her feet and looked around the room. She had never been backstage before. Things were a bit less fancy than she had imagined. The couch in the corner looked comfortable, but the fabric was old and worn. The lights of the vanity were obviously new, but the paint on the surface was scratched and dented from years of use. Nevertheless, the room had a certain glamorous feel to it. Millie ruffled her hair, pulling off a classy movie star look while doing it and Lex decided it was the room's occupant that charged it with its star power. I don't think I can go back to listening at home only, Mary told Millie. She looked a bit more like herself now. Aha, Millie replied, sticking her fist in the air. We converted another one. Mary laughed. (laughs) Definitely. Hannah converted Lex, but I think I get the credit for you. Lex arched a skeptical eyebrow and joined the banter. I didn't know I had been converted to anything. Millie laughed. I guess I got ahead of myself. She winked at Mary. Lex saw Mary's cheeks go crimson red again. We should let you get undressed, she said. I'm sure you're eager to get home. I wouldn't say eager, Millie replied. She turned back to Mary. I love my girlfriend's mother but she can be a challenge to live with. Lex had no problem picturing how sharing an apartment with Lucille could be challenging. She almost snorted, but then thought of something more important. Millie was talking to Mary as if Mary didn't know Lucille and what had happened to her. She had described Hannah as her girlfriend instead of mentioning her by name. Mary threw Lex a quick glance. It seemed she had also realized that Millie had no idea who she was. Would Mary let it be, or would she tell Millie that she worked for Hannah? Millie hadn't asked for Mary's name. And if Mary didn't volunteer it, could they stay under the radar for just a bit longer? Lex held her breath, not sure what to hope for. That's so kind of you, Mary said. I'm sure it's not easy. I live with my grandmother and it can be a challenge too. This got Millie's attention. She casually leaned forward and asked, You live with your grandmother? I don't hear that a lot around here. Is she still in good health? Mary grinned. Oh yeah, excellent health. No worries there. It's just that she's quite the character and even though I have my own apartment in the basement, she tends to drag me into her... Well... Somewhat strange projects. What kind of projects is that? Millie asked, her dark eyebrows raised. Lexa's shoulders loosened as she listened to Mary telling Millie all about the Tai Chi classes her grandmother organized in the living room. Mary had to operate the antiquated music system while five elderly ladies stretched and meditated. Millie let out a delighted laugh. (laughs) That sounds like so much fun. It does, Lex chimed in. I might have to come and check that out. Mary's eyes met hers and they smiled at each other. You should, Mary said. The fluttering in Lex's chest grew so intense she quickly looked away. Millie cleared her throat. throat) Right, I'll let you two enjoy the rest of your evening. She regarded them both with a conspiratorial grin. Millie might not know who Mary was... She clearly had a pretty good idea of what was going on between them. Thank you so much for letting us come backstage, Lex told Millie, touching Mary's back. Millie waved dismissively. My pleasure. You two should join us for dinner sometime. Sure, Lex replied, although she had no intention of doing that anytime soon. Sounds wonderful. I look forward to seeing you again, Millie said, directly looking at Mary. There was an unspoken question in her tone. Thank you so much, Miss North, and good luck at home, Mary replied calmly. Lex was impressed. Millie snorted. It's Millie. Please, no, Miss North. Sorry, Mary said. Thank you, Millie. Great, Lex said. Thank you again, Millie. I really enjoyed this. Mary was already standing by the door. Lex opened it for her. Good night," Mary said and waved shyly before stepping outside. Lex smiled at Millie, still holding the door. Millie gave her an amused look in return. "'Want to keep this one all to yourself for now, huh?' she whispered. Lex grinned back. "'I knew you'd understand. "'I like her. "'I expect you to tell me all about her soon,' Millie said softly, (laughs) wagging her finger. Lex laughed and stepped out of the room. Closing the door behind her, a weight was lifted from her chest. For now, she had managed to get away with the situation as it was. Even better, the weekend was far from over, and so she could forget about reality for just a bit longer. She had learned her lesson, though. From now on, she'd aim for privacy. Hey, Lex said to Mary as they followed the exit signs to the front of the building. How about dinner at my place? This was part 24 of The Taste of a Smile. I have to share something about the production of this episode. I was not able to find any public domain recordings of the opera Agrippina by Handel. That means I used different music in the first scene of this episode. The music you heard was actually composed by Beethoven. It was recorded and placed into the public domain by Muse Open, a nonprofit that wants to set music free. You can find out more about their work at museopen.org. Thank you so much, Muse Open. The Lesbian Romantic is a listener-funded show. I'm an independent creator. My only goal is to make people smile. That's why The Lesbian Romantic is free for everyone. I wouldn't be able to share these stories without your help. Thank you so much for your financial contributions. Together, we keep the story going. If you too would like to support my work, go to lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. I have an extra for all the listeners sticking around until the end of the show. Go check out the website. You'll find a written extra scene there that goes with this episode. If you'd like to see Hannah and Millie again, hurry over to lesbianromantic.com and click on Behind the Scenes in the navigation. Hope you enjoy the read. Alright, that's it for this week. The next episode will be available in two weeks. Thank you so much, and see you then. Treat yourself to all the stories as they are meant to be experienced, intense, immersive, and with all the bells and whistles. The Bells and Whistles Theater is a unique, intimate, and immersive experience for 100 fans of the lesbian romantic. Be the first to know, read, or listen. As a theater member, you will enjoy new releases weeks or even months before anyone else does. Go to patreon.com, that's patreo ncom com slash lesbianromantic to check if there's a seat available today. I want to welcome everyone personally, so these seats are rolling out slowly until they are fully booked, and then the theater is sold out. So make sure if you want to join, you don't miss out, and go check if there's a seat available today patreon.com Patreon. slash, slash lesbian lesbian romantic. Romantic.